This episode is supported by Active Skin Repair. Active Skin Repair is a skin health company helping people heal with natural, non-toxic, medical-grade ingredients. I just randomly... Vinny was having a toe skin irritation issue and he ended up having this like skin that was really irritating him and it was getting kind of like icky and you know like when kids start to get like little scabs and scratches and then they want to pick at it and it was getting worse and so active skin repair showed up on my doorstep as a result of the sponsorship and I got to put it to use immediately and I got the ointment formula or the like ointment formulation and then also the spray and the spray was perfect so Vinny does not like ointmenty creamy lotiony things on his body but I was able to get out the spray, literally took it out of the packaging the day it arrived, put it on his toe before he went to bed. And the next morning he was like, mom, my toe's all better. It was literally like this super amazing cure that helped his toes so quickly. So you can use active skin repair on a wide range of skin issues, including cuts, scrapes, burns, sunburns, rashes, other types of skin damage. It's totally safe, non-toxic, suitable on all types of skin, even parts of the body where you might have rosacea or eczema or have acne prone skin. This is also safe for the youngest members of your family up to the oldest. So now you have one simple solution for your family's skin health needs. With over 500 thousand happy customers and thousands of five-star reviews and super safe and clean ingredients, active skin repair is something that you want to have on hand for your family. So to get your own active skin repair, go to activeskinrepair.com to learn more about active skin repair and get 20% off your order when you use the code shameless. That's activeskinrepair.com. Use the code shameless for 20% off your order. Activeskinrepair.com, code shameless. This is the Shameless Mom Academy, episode 355. Show notes for this episode, including all links mentioned in the episode, as well as any discount codes from our sponsors, can be found by going to shamelessmom.com and clicking on episode 355. Welcome to the Shameless Mom Academy. I'm your host, Sarah Dean. I'm here to give you and other passionate, driven, unapologetic moms tools, resources, and a little bit of humor to help you lead more positive, powerful, and purposeful lives every damn day. One of the best things about the Shameless Mom Academy is our community, so be sure to join us in our free private Facebook group to connect with other shameless moms just like you. You can find us over at shamelessmom.com forward slash Facebook. All right, let's dive into today's episode. Before we dive in today, big announcement, huge. It is Christmas in July in the Shameless Mom Academy. And what that means for you is that enrollment is open for Momentum Mamas. And when you enroll in Momentum Mamas, you get a complimentary ticket to Shameless MomCon in March of 2020, which is pretty phenomenal, if I do say so myself. So I want you to come see if Momentum Mamas might be for you. You're going to go over to shamelessmom.com forward slash momentum. You'll get all the details. You've heard me talk about Momentum Mamas now for about a year. I opened this program a year ago. It's our membership community. There are about 70 mamas in there right now. And I can't even begin to describe the magic that happens in this group. It is profoundly impactful. It is life-changing stuff every damn day. And this group is especially for mamas who are looking to build and cultivate a new sense of identity, to really focus on cultivating courage and confidence, to pursue their passions, maybe even identify what their passions might be if they've lost themselves in motherhood, for mamas who are looking to implement healthier habits and routines, for mamas looking to build better boundaries in relationships. 
adopt abundance mindset around time and money and energy, and definitely for mamas who want to make new mama friends. So if you are intrigued by any of this and you think, oh, I might need a little bit of that, I want you to check out Momentum Mamas. I can't even begin to tell you how much power magic and momentum I've seen built in this group when these women show up and support each other. And it happens over and over and over. I'm continually, constantly blown away by the generosity and the connections that are made in this group. Everyone's so supportive. Everyone is cheering for everyone else. And also you're regularly challenged to push yourself just a little bit harder to do that thing, to get your life to the level you really want it to be at, to find that place where you really get to make magic happen in your own life. It is a big freaking deal. So if you are intrigued, go over to shamelessmom.com forward slash momentum and see if Momentum Mamas might be for you. Doors are only open for a few days and I do not want you to miss out. Again, that's shamelessmom.com forward slash momentum. Hello, mamas. Happy Monday. Happy July. Happy Christmas in July. So excited to be celebrating this week with you. It's going to be a fantastic week and I'm here for it. For us this week, we are spending most of the week over at my mom's. Vinny and I are spending most of the week over at my mom's in Spokane, which Vinny loves going to visit Lala. Lala has all sorts of fun things that we don't have here, like multiple pools really close to her house and like special popsicles. She has like popsicles on a regular basis. Things that I don't have. She always has homemade pumpkin bread. Things that mama does not keep in her house. So Vinny is excited. Oh, and I can't forget. She always takes him to get Legos. I mean... I can't beat that. So we are very excited to be visiting my mom this week. That should be a ton of fun. I hope whatever you're doing this summer, that it's a good combination of fun adventure and a little bit of hustle. I am really focusing on this summer, kind of juggling and enjoying the juggle between the play and the hustle. And so my days are really divided between like play days and hustle days. And I don't believe in hustling all the time. I don't believe it's a sustainable way to live. I don't think it's a super positive thing to model to your kids. I do believe in hustling to get what you want. And I believe in having rest, scheduled periods of rest and recovery in there so that you can rest, recover, recharge, and then get back to your hustle, get back to the thing that lights you up, that takes you to the next level, whatever direction you want to go in. And I also recognize that there are phases in your life where you're like, I'm not in a hustling phase. Like if you're at home with a newborn, you're not in a hustling phase and that's okay. So there can be seasons where things are slower, but for the most part, I think it should be a balance of focused time, working towards goals, doing the big things, taking the courageous action, which we're going to get to in a minute. And then also having playtime, adventure time, relaxation time. And so the way it's kind of worked out with our schedule this summer is because of the change in childcare, which is, this is really the first summer we've had to deal with having like you know, where I'm able to work three days a week and then Vinny's home a few days a week as well. So my days are pretty all or nothing. Like it's either a hustle day or it's a play day. <laughs> and I will say I'm kind of enjoying it though. I want to give myself a pat on the back for embracing it because I went into it not really sure how it was going to all play out. And it is challenging for sure because I'm more comfortable when I just get to work every day, let's be honest. <laughs> But I'm really enjoying our time to play as well. And it's been really, really good for me. And I will tell you, I've been so productive on my hustle days because I know that they're fleeting and they go really fast and they're kind of few and far between, it feels like. So if I have two days a week to work, I am like all in on those two days. So I'm excited to be here today, excited to talk to you about how confidence requires courage. And I'm really excited to just dive right in. So we're going to get going right away. 
I want to talk about the connection between confidence and courage, because the thing about this connection is I don't think you can separate the two. You cannot have confidence without courage. And courage really is like the main ingredient. It's the driving force behind confidence. Confidence happens as a result of courageous action. I'm going to say that again. Confidence happens as a result of courageous action. So if you don't have to do something that requires courage, you're not going to get to that place of confidence because confidence is built by proving that you can do something hard, by being brave, by stepping out of your comfort zone, by demonstrating and practicing courage on a regular basis. That is where confidence comes from. So if you're never pushing yourself out of your comfort zone, if you're never trying to be the new brave you, you're never going to get to that more confident place. And sometimes the courage, it's tiny little steps. When you have a brand new baby, like the courage is like deciding about baby weaning, deciding about how long you're going to take off work, deciding about nursing in public. Maybe it's leaving your baby with another childcare provider for the first time. Maybe it's deciding that you're going to go back to work three days a week. Maybe it's going back to work that first day when you go back to work full time and it's that first Monday and you're thinking, oh my gosh, like I have to drop my baby off with someone else for the next five days and it's 8 a.m. on that Monday morning. That's courage right there. And the confidence that comes in motherhood and especially around leaving your children with other people is because you practice courage over and over again and you see, oh wait it's going to be okay. Oh, someone else can love my baby. Oh, my baby can thrive in another environment. Oh, my baby actually benefits from having multiple amazing caregivers. The whole family benefits when we expand the family in that way. So confidence comes from taking courageous action. The first time I did a half marathon, the confidence that came out of that event changed my life and the amount of courage it took to get me to the start line, not to the finish line, to the start line was also life-changing. I had to practice confidence like I had never practiced before because I had previously been someone who was terrified of my own athleticism, who was terrified of letting other people see me run in public, who was terrified that I couldn't run 13 miles. And prior to that half marathon, I had ever only trained up to nine miles. I showed up to that start line thinking, how am I gonna eke out four more miles? And I did it and I cried the entire last three miles because I could not believe every step I took in those last three miles. I thought, oh my gosh, I've never run this far. Every step was one step further than I ever run before in my life. And I literally like it was hard to breathe because I had this big lump in my throat the whole time. Out of practicing that courage, out of deciding I would push myself into this very uncomfortable place that was physically and emotionally and mentally extremely uncomfortable for me, came a level of confidence that changed how I made decisions and all the decisions that I made in the next few years of my life. It changed my career course. It changed how I entered relationships. It changed my friendships. I mean, I was kind of living a pretty isolative life before that. Isolative. I don't know if that's a word. Isolated life before that. And it really changed how I engaged in my world. And it changed how I took action. It changed how I decided to step out of my comfort zone and take risks and be more adventurous in so many ways. It led to a new career path. It led to me getting another degree. It led to me deciding that maybe I could be open to dating this guy who asked me out, who ended up being my husband. Like all these things happened because I became someone who decided to practice courage. And as a result, my confidence 
shifted, grew, and evolved in a way that impacted every area of my life. This episode is supported by AquaTrue. Having clean, safe water is the last thing you want to worry about. But unfortunately, according to extensive research by the Environmental Working Group, three out of four, yes, three out of four homes in America have harmful contaminants in their tap water. So that's why you got to check out AquaTrue. AquaTrue purifiers have a four-stage reverse osmosis purification process. And their countertop purifiers, which is what we have, take no installation or plumbing, and they remove 15 times more contaminants than ordinary pitcher filters and they're specifically designed to combat chemicals like PFAS, which can lead to potentially adverse health effects like cancer, endocrine system disruption, and liver toxicity, which is part of what makes AquaTrue so special, unique, and important in terms of how they are able to filter water. They also have water purifiers to fit every type of home. So like the installation-free countertop purifier that we have at our house to higher capacity under sink options. They even have Wi-Fi connected purifiers and mineral boost options. So I'm so excited about our new AquaTrue. And here's the thing. I swear it's like a gentle reminder to actually drink more water every time you walk into your kitchen. So we are drinking more water now and also more clean water. So more water that is more clean. It feels like a double win. I'm feeling pretty impressed with us. I feel like sink water, tap water becomes invisible at a certain point. And when I see the purifier on my counter, it's like many time a day reminder to like, keep drinking, keep drinking. So I want you to check out AquaTrue for yourself and for your family. AquaTrue comes with a 30-day money-back guarantee and that makes it a great gift as well. Today, my listeners can receive 20% off any AquaTrue purifier when you go to AquaTrue.com. That's A-Q-U-A-T-R-U.com and enter the code SHAMELESS at checkout. That's 20% off any AquaTrue purifier when you go to AquaTrue.com and use the code SHAMELESS, S-H-A-M-E-L-E-S-S, AquaTrue.com code SHAMELESS. This episode is supported by Earn In. Life doesn't happen bi-weekly, so why should payday? The money you earn now can be in your hands today with EarnIn. EarnIn is an app that gives you access to your pay as you work, up to $100 per day or up to $750 per pay period. Super, super easy to use. You just download the EarnIn app and verify your paycheck. Then you can access up to $100 a day as you work and leave an optional tip. So the app is free. You can leave a tip if you want. Any money you access plus tips are automatically repaid from your next paycheck. So here's the thing. Sometimes getting close to your next paycheck, next pay period, and you realize, oh gosh, like paycheck doesn't come until next Friday, but we have this event that we need to attend this weekend and we need money for it. Or we have to buy a gift for someone. Or, oh my gosh, like my kid tore through their shoes and now we have to buy new shoes this weekend and the money's not in the bank yet. So earning can help you access the money you've already earned at work by giving you this little bit of money in advance. So make Earnin part of your financial routine and join Earnin's over three and a half million customers who say things like, when I think about Earnin, I think about financial stability and security, and it gives me a lot of peace of mind. So for our listeners, all you need to do is download Earn In today. It's spelled E-A-R-N-I-N, and you can download it in Google Play or the Apple App Store. When you download the Earn In app, type in Shameless Mom under podcast when you sign up. So there'll be a little place where you can, where it says, what podcast did you hear about them on? Type in Shameless Mom under podcast. This helps to show support for our show and our advertisers. Earn In is a financial technology company, not a bank, and subject to your available earnings, daily max, pay period max, and location. See earnin.com slash TOS for details. Bank products are issued by Evolve Bank and Trust member FDIC. And that has continued to happen. Every time I practice courage, 
every time I step into that new place, into that new arena with real sweaty palms and like a tummy that's saying like, please, dear Lord, let this work. Every single time I do that, I come out on the other side thinking, oh my gosh, something just changed in me. And I can identify what the change was, even if things did not go the way I thought they were going to go. There's plenty of times things do not go the way I thought they were going to go. I remember when I first listed the gym for sale, I was like, this is going to be amazing. Like I had no idea that when I first decided to sell the gym and when I first started considering it, I had no idea that I had a gym or a business that was valuable enough to be worthwhile to sell. And so then when I learned kind of what was involved and you know, kind of what I had built up when I had someone else paint a picture for me, I had this broker evaluate the business and say like, well, this is what you've done. And this is how we can package this and sell it to someone. I was blown away. Like I had no idea that I had built something that I could sell to someone else and that could provide some financial security for me while I built something new. And I had this vision of, oh my gosh, like who knew? It was such a too good to be true kind of a thing. I was like, this is going to be a game changer. And I thought it was going to happen pretty quickly. I thought that the number that that woman showed me that day, my broker showed me, I was like, that's the number we're going to get. Like, this is going to change my entire life. So here's the thing. Selling the gym changed my entire life. And also it did not happen at all the way I thought it was going to happen. (laughs) The number that I saw that first day was not the number that the gym sold for. The timeline I thought it was going to happen in was not at all the timeline that it happened in. So all these things shifted over time. And also At the end of the day, with all sorts of things going sideways, upside down, taking left turns, right turns, and U-turns, I still, at the end of the day, as a result of that courageous action, totally impacted my confidence as a businesswoman, totally up-leveled my confidence as a businesswoman. So courageous action, regardless of the outcome, can have a really positive impact on our confidence. So I want you to know that... Confidence comes from taking courageous action because it requires, it requires getting uncomfortable. It requires doing it scared. It requires pushing yourself further than you've ever gone. And it requires facing your fears head on. Now, here's the thing. When you listen to all that, you're like, none of that sounds fun. Like no one's like, "Hmm, I'd really love to get uncomfortable, do it scared, push myself further than ever and face all my fears head on. I mean, maybe there's a few of you who are like adventure seekers, thrill seekers who are like, yes, sign me up. But probably 99% of us are like, holy cow, no, thank you. I'll just stay comfortable. I'm happy to stay less confident and not do any of those things. But the truth is that when we don't do any of those things, when we don't get uncomfortable, when we don't do it scared, when we don't push ourselves to new places, when we don't face our fears, we become complacent. And that becomes really boring. And when we're bored, the impact on our identity is tremendous. The impact on our identity when we are bored and sitting in mediocrity is not positive. When we're not in a place of growth, we tend to be really hard on ourselves because the world around us continues to grow and evolve. And when we see the world around us growing and evolving and we're sitting complacent and we're sitting in that mediocrity, that gets real uncomfortable. So then you have to pick your pain. Is it more painful to stay in your comfort zone and be bored and unhappy and miserable and compare yourself to other people, or is the pain of courage and the unknown with an outcome of increased confidence and increased growth going to be worth it? Pick your pain, the pain of mediocrity and settling, or the pain of growth and the gaining of confidence. They're very, very different routes, and the outcomes are very, very different. And I think you'll see, regardless of where you're at right now, 
you can see, you can determine which one feels better to you, which one is the right course for you. So I'm going to give some examples of how confidence comes from courageous action. So first, I already used my example of doing my first half marathon, but I think signing up for any race. So this was amazing. We just had a Momentum Mamas. One of our members did her first 5K and it was on a Saturday morning and she didn't have anyone to be at the finish line to cheer for her. So I wake up on Saturday morning. This Momentum Mama is in a different time zone than me. So she's over on East Coast time, I believe. And so I wake up and there's this picture. I'm on Pacific Coast. I'm on the West Coast and Pacific time zone. So I wake up and there's a picture on Facebook in our Momentum Mama's Facebook group. And it's this mama and she's crossing the finish line. It's a screenshot. She's crossing the finish line on FaceTime with another Momentum Mama because she didn't have anyone to be at the finish line with her. So she FaceTimed another Momentum Mama so that she could be on FaceTime with her while she was crossing the finish line. The other Momentum Mama is FaceTiming her from Target. So one is crossing a finish line of a 5K. One is in Target with her little girl screaming for the person finishing the race. And how powerful, right? How powerful to sign up for something, get uncomfortable, do it scared, push herself further than she's ever gone before, facing her fears head on, and then to FaceTime another Momentum Mama who's out at Target and be like, here I am about to cross the finish line. You're coming with me. And the confidence that comes from that courageous action is a game changer. So another example, when you apply for a job that you're not sure you're qualified for, so you apply for the job, you update your resume, you show up as your best self in the interview process, and you get the job. Courageous action that builds massive confidence, right? Another example, you show up for an event or a conference and you don't know anyone. You meet new people, you make new friends, you have a lot of fun, you set new goals, courageous action that builds massive confidence. Another example, speaking up when you see an injustice, having a vulnerable person benefit from your voice and thank you. That's courageous action that builds massive confidence. When you use your voice and it impacts someone else's life, that's scary. That's super uncomfortable. And also to see the impact of that builds confidence and you build trust in yourself when you do that. So like I said, when we don't take courageous action on a regular basis, we become complacent. We don't see ourselves as someone who can grow or meet new goals. We feel stuck, unmotivated, and uninspired. So this is why I don't think careers are meant to last for 40 years because I can tell you from people I've seen who are in careers for 40 years. And now that's not to say that like you can't have growth and you know, the same career and kind of stay on a growth track within a career. But for the most part, people who have careers for 40 years, they're pretty burnt out by the end. Like they're kind of just punching the clock and they might be punching the clock and feeling pretty bitter about it. And I know the people in my life who've stuck in the same career path for a really, really long time are not really feeling super fired up about their careers by the time they leave. And when I see people who are changing careers and changing professional paths or constantly pushing themselves to move up or even not even necessarily moving up, but taking linear steps to move into a different field and learn something new and just challenge themselves in different ways, that's where we see growth. And that's where we see confidence being built. And that's where we see energy. So the thing around taking courageous action and building confidence is there's an energy that transpires in all of that and growth happens. So this is why courage is contagious because it's addictive 
to get that feedback. You take the courageous action. You feel a change or a transfer in your energy that builds your confidence. And you're like, yes, please sign me up to do that again. And so then the next time you have the opportunity to get uncomfortable, to do it scared, to push further than you've ever gone before, to face your fears head on, you're like, oh yeah, I have to do that because it's going to feel really good at the end. I already know it's going to like probably completely suck while I'm in the middle of it. And this is so me. Like when I signed up for skiing lessons this last winter, I was like, this is going to be horrible. Every time I get on the chairlift, I'm going to be like, why, why am I doing this? And often that's exactly what happened. Every time I got up the chairlift, I was like, or got on the chairlift, I was like, why are we doing this? Why are we doing this? This, I hate it. I hate it. I hate it. And then I would get to the bottom of a run and be like, oh my gosh, I did it. I have to do it again. And then literally three minutes later, I'd be on the chairlift. Like, why am I doing this? This is awful. It's the worst thing. I hate chairlifts. And it was just over and over. But that courage was contagious. I kept going back eight weeks or nine weeks in a row. I showed up on a mountain and I went up the chairlifts down the mountain over and over and over again, even though I hate chairlifts. I think they should be illegal. I think there is like, I don't understand how they are legal. And I have so many thoughts around this. I'm so terrified of these contraptions, but courage is contagious. So I kept getting on the damn chairlift and I kept coming down the mountain. And usually most of the way down the mountain, I was also terrified. (laughs) I'm so not cut out for mountain sports, but I do love a good view. (laughs) So I'm like, just enjoy the view, enjoy the sun coming in through the clouds and the white snow, like it's beautiful scenery. And also I'm terrified. I'm terrified of speed. I'm terrified of the chairlift, but courage is contagious. So I kept showing up for it. Same thing with my business. A year ago, holy cow, I cannot believe it's been a year. A year ago, I took courageous action to open up Momentum Mamas and start this year long membership community. And I was so worried. I was like, what if no one signs up? And then I decided, well, this has to be a 12 month group. Like you can stay in for as long as you want, but the minimum requirement is 12 months because of the community I want to cultivate. And I thought, first of all, I don't know if anyone's going to sign up at all. And are they really going to want to stay for 12 months? And do I have 12 months worth of things to say to them? And then I decided to open it up and it sold like wildfire. People were signing up and they were so excited. And from the very beginning, people were connecting and making friendships online in a Facebook group and on these calls on Zoom. And I was like, oh my gosh, magic is happening right here. And courage was contagious. From there, I thought, oh, if this is the kind of magic I can create for people in an online experience, what if I put everyone in a room? And so then I decided to do Shameless MomCon. And from Shameless MomCon, I thought, okay, well, if these women in Momentum Mamas, they want more. They want to take it to the next level. They want to up their game even beyond what we're doing in Momentum Mamas. What if I launched something and provided a special invitation to people at Shameless MomCon to a new higher level group called Tenacious Mamas? And so again, I was courageous and I opened up a new group called Tenacious Mamas that sold out at Shameless MomCon. Like you don't hear me talking about it very much because it sold out right away. All of those things took so much courage to launch Momentum Mamas, to schedule, book, sell out Shameless Mom Con, to launch Tenacious Mamas and sell that out. All of that took courage. When you see me doing these things, people are like very flattering and complimentary around how they talk about the way I run my business. Know that all of it is me getting uncomfortable, doing it scared, pushing myself further than I've ever gone before and facing my fears head on. That's all it is over and over and over. But because courage is contagious, I'm always ready to do it again. And what's funny is when people first suggest to me like how to take my business to the next level, how to serve on a bigger level, how to serve on a deeper level, 
I always immediately say, oh no, I don't do that. I'm like, oh no, I don't have live events. Oh no, I don't have a membership community. Oh no, I don't have a mastermind community like Tenacious Mamas. I don't know. I don't do that. And literally as soon as someone suggests it, I say no. And then I think about it for like 24 hours. And then I decide maybe I could do it. And then I obsess and I can't stop thinking about it. So for those of you who have made these suggestions to me, for those of you who suggested a membership community, for those of you, for Samantha Murray, who said, we need an event. That's how Shameless MomCon was born. And I was like, Samantha, I don't know. This is going to be hard. And then two months later, we had Shameless MomCon. To the person who suggested Tenacious Mamas to me, that was it kind of came up in a couple different places. But Jessica Butts was part of that. Many of you know Jessica Butts. Rachel Rogers was part of that, who's my business coach. There was a few different people who were like, Sarah, we think you could do this and we think your people need it. And you're actually doing them a disservice by not doing it. Like if you're not doing it just because you're scared, you're not helping people in the way they most need to be helped. So look at the confidence that comes from taking courage and the level at which you can serve when you take courage. Because when you take that courageous action and you can serve on a better level, oh my gosh, the power in that is amazing. It is profoundly impactful to the people around you and to yourself. So sometimes it's courage. It's something you're doing in, you know, in a solitary way, running a race, applying for a job, you know, showing up at an event that you've never been to before. But also think about the ripple effect of that. So I want to think about specifically like moms who came to Shameless MomCon who were terrified. And there was a lot of them. There was a lot of moms, people who'd never flown before, people who'd never left their babies before, people who'd never gone to a conference before, like people who were like, I don't even know what this is. I'm terrified, but I feel like I should go because other people I know are going or because Sarah just is yelling in my ear that I should go, or there's a cute video that Sarah invited me on. Like people signed up really not knowing much about this, but feeling called for one reason or another. And I want you to think about when people showed up for Shameless MomCon, in many ways, it was a very self-serving thing to show up for, right? Like that was exactly what I wanted. I wanted women to show up to take care of themselves, to step away from the rest of their lives and just give to themselves for a few days. But the ripple effect of that, when you do that, when you allow yourself to do that uncomfortable thing that creates space for courage, confidence, and growth, and then you go back into your real world, your daily life, it all shifts. You parent differently. You're a different kind of a partner. You approach your work in a different way. So even if the courageous action that you take is mostly self-serving, that's totally fine. It's still going to have a ripple effect upon those around you. Now, you don't need to do it because of that. I don't think you ever need to take action to serve other people. You can take action just to serve you. But I know for me professionally, because my work is being of service to other women, the courageous action that I take builds a ton of confidence in terms of what's the next level I can take after that. How can I constantly be pushing myself to the next level in the ways that I serve? And every time I step into that courage, my confidence as a business owner grows. My confidence as a leader grows. My confidence as an entrepreneur grows. So think about where that is most meaningful to you and in what context it's most meaningful to you. So it might be most meaningful to you in the way that you can just serve yourself to be more whole, to be more complete, to step into your own identity, to identify what you're really passionate about, to find more joy in your life. And then also look at if you could level up, if you could take courageous action, build confidence, and then show up in your job in a more powerful way that would impact a bunch of other people's lives, what would that mean? This episode is supported by a podcast I want to share with you called Understood Explains. So this is, show is about navigating ADHD, dyslexia, and other learning and thinking differences, which can be so confusing. And so every uh, season of the show is 
around a different theme. So there's a season on special education, there's a season on ADHD diagnosis for adults, and the current season is all about IEPs. I love this podcast because the episodes are 10 to 15 minutes long. So if you are short on time or short on focus, you can take this content in super quickly, easily. It's very digestible. And the show is hosted by teacher and special education expert, Juliana Urtube. So Juliana talks all about how to navigate educational plans, IEPs. She talks about the differences between IEPs and 504 plans. She really breaks things down in a really clear and simple way so that you have some of those questions that you might be thinking around, like, does this pertain to my child? Is this something I need to be looking into? Like, where do we go from here? Where do I go if I have questions? Juliana has you covered. She explains so many different things and so many different little pieces and nuance of IEPs and special education and different things on Understood Explains. So I want you to go check it out wherever you're listening to this podcast. You can go listen to Understood Explains. Just go into your podcast app, do a search for Understood Explains, and it will pop right up. Click on it, pick your episode, and get the answers that you've been looking for and the support that you need around different learning differences and differences in school. I'm Margaret. And I'm Amy. And together we host the podcast, What Fresh Hell? Laughing in the Face of Motherhood. Margaret, I would say you're sort of a where are my keys kind of mom. Correct. Sometimes a where are my kids kind of mom. (laughs) Well, you're aiming more of a, we were supposed to leave 35 seconds ago, mom. I mean, touche. In each episode of What Fresh Hell, we come at a topic from our usually completely opposite perspectives. I bring the research. And I bring kind of the gimlet eye. Like, is that research really going to work, people? And almost 10 million downloads later, we're still laughing. We also talk to experts in the parenting field, plus parents with stories we can all learn from. We make each other laugh, we challenge each other's assumptions, and we have what we think is the best parenting community on the internet. Check out What Fresh Hell? Laughing in the Face of Motherhood wherever you listen to podcasts. It can be pretty profound. So when you do one little courageous thing, and build a little bit of confidence, you automatically start looking for more opportunities to be courageous. And over time, you build momentum around being an action taker and a dream chaser who enjoys the discomfort that comes with courageous action because you know the outcome will be a more confident sense of self, more joy, and bigger dreams realized. So it isn't hard to get uncomfortable when you know that the outcome will be a more confident sense of self, more joy and bigger dreams realized, right? Because we all want more of that. (laughs) If anyone would be like, would you like to be more confident, experience more joy and reach all your dreams? I'm pretty sure everyone would say yes, right? So you know then that the formula for that is getting uncomfortable, doing it scared, pushing yourself further than you've ever gone before and facing your fears head on. So now it's a simple formula, right? (laughs) I just made it so simple to be courageous. I hope everyone's excited about this. So I want to talk a little bit more concretely around how to build courage. I'm going to give you seven steps. So get ready to take a few notes. Number one is to expand your comfort zone. And expanding your comfort zone means that you do more things that are uncomfortable on a regular basis. So those things are no longer uncomfortable. So maybe for you, maybe working out has always been something that is just very overwhelming, crippling. You have a lot of mental stuff around it but you decide I'm going to work out every day for 10 days. And it just becomes part of your comfort zone after a while. Like the first 37 days you might hate it, but at a certain point you're like, okay, this is starting to like, it's starting to feel normal to me. You start to normalize it. So maybe another thing to get out of your comfort zone, going to a networking group. I will tell you when I started going to networking events, 
I really hated them. <laughs> I felt very uncomfortable. I didn't know how to talk about my business. At the time I was a personal trainer. I didn't have my own facility. So I just felt like very small. And I would go to all these networking events as I was trying to grow my business. And I had to go over and over and over again. Now put me at any networking event. It's like breathing air. Like I can talk about my business. I can make small talk. I could talk to a wall. I could talk to like someone who has nothing to say for two hours straight. They might not enjoy it. Like they might think I talk too much, but that is totally my comfort zone to now be in that environment. So your comfort zone expands when you just make yourself practice the uncomfortable things over and over and over again until they're no longer uncomfortable. Same thing with public speaking. So as a result of being in one of my networking groups in particular, I had to stand up and talk in front of a crowd of people every single Tuesday morning for seven years. And so I got really comfortable standing up in front of a crowd of people and being confident in the way I talked about my business, the way I conveyed my message. So again, my comfort zone expanded around public speaking when I had to do that very routinely. Number two, Keep a running list of ways you've been courageous in the past. I want you to recognize all the ways you've already demonstrated courage in your life because we sell ourselves so short in this. We think that we can't take courageous action or we let ourselves get so overwhelmed and crippled with fear because we don't recognize all the hard things we've already done that have qualified us to do the next hard thing. This is so, so important. Because women minimize all of our wins, we minimize our progress, and we minimize our growth. So I want you to look back at all the things that you've done, all the hard things you've done in your life. And it might start when you were a really little girl. There might have been things you did when you were a really little girl that required courage that you give yourself zero credit for today. I want you to sit down, set a timer for five minutes, and write down every courageous thing you've ever done in your life. It will completely change the way you see yourself. And it will completely change your confidence around taking courageous action. If you want to send me that list, I would love to see it. So anytime you can always reach out to me at info at shamelessmom.com. But I would love, 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 love to see your list of every time you've taken courageous action in your life. I think you will blow yourself away if you see how many times you've done it before. And you will feel so much more qualified and capable and ready to do it again on a more regular basis. Because you'll recognize, oh, wait. I've already done all the hard things. In so many cases, we've already done the hardest things we'll ever have to do. I mean, good Lord, by virtue of becoming a mother, you've probably already done the most difficult, if not one of the most difficult things that you will ever do. But we don't consider that when we think of ourselves as being courageous people. We just think, well, I don't know. A lot of people are moms. That doesn't make it any less courageous. (laughs) A lot of people have run marathons. That doesn't make it any less difficult. So I want you to make a list of all the ways you've taken courageous action in the past. Number three, when you make a timeline toward a goal, keep your timelines to action taking short, long timelines give you more time to worry and live in fear. So I know for me, this was a huge one and it still continues to be a big one. So I'll use the example of Shameless MomCon. My choices around Shameless MomCon were to do it in April, which gave me two months to plan it or to do it in September. And I knew, I was like, if this is hanging over me until September, it's going to stress me out way too much. I need to prove quickly, like I'm snapping my fingers. I need to prove quickly that I can do this and I can do it well. And then I'm going to come back and do it bigger and better next time. But I'm not going to spend like seven, eight, nine months proving to myself that I can do this. I'm going to prove it right now. And then I'm going to do it again better next time. So same thing with running a half marathon or marathon. This actually came up with a coaching client a few months ago. She was like, yes, I'm going to run a marathon in like nine months. She was already running like 13 miles. And I was like, you don't need 
a year. You need like a maximum, like four to six months to train for a marathon. You could actually do it in three. And so she changed her timeline. She picked a different race and she did it. I'm like, there's no point in having a timeline that's like three years out when there's something you could do in three months. All it does is hang over your head. And the power that you gain from doing it now gives you three more years of power, right? So there's no point in waiting. There's literally no point in waiting. So make your timelines to taking action short. Long timelines do not give you an advantage because the quicker you can prove your courage, the quicker you build confidence and the quicker you step into your power. And then you get to rinse and repeat that over and over and over again. And you're constantly stepping up a little bit more every time. Your confidence is growing a little bit more. Your courageous actions are getting a little bit bigger and your power is getting bigger and your identity around your power is getting bigger and more impactful as you go. Number four, practice small acts of courage every damn day. So this doesn't have to be huge. Some days it should be huge though. But speaking up, like standing up for something you believe in, asking a hard question in a crowd, making conversation with a checkout person, making conversation with a person impacted by homelessness, that's pretty uncomfortable if you've never been in that situation. Making conversation with someone that you don't relate to who doesn't look like you, signing up for something new, signing up to do something new. Okay. One of my examples, like you're going to laugh at this. One of my examples of something courageous last year was signing up to be an assistant coach of a kindergarten soccer team. Because again, let's remember, I don't feel confident in my athleticism. This is something that I'm constantly having to prove to myself. Even after being in the fitness industry for 16 years, team sports and things with balls terrify me. You will be delighted to know that I'm currently doing physical therapy. And one of the activities that they have me do every week is this ball throwing thing. And I make the biggest fool of myself in the physical therapy space. And every week I'm like, we have to do the ball thing because I'm really bad at it. And I know I make a scene, but I need to get better at that. So I show up like every week taking courageous action around this one stupid physical therapy activity. But same thing with signing up for the soccer team. I was like, am I going to be outed as like the parent who signed up to coach who does not know what offsides are? Offside, whatever. I don't even know if there's an S on the end of it. I don't know a thing about soccer. And so I had to show up and like kind of fake it. That took courage. For most people, that would take zero courage at all. So your courage, it's like all relative to your own experiences, right? And then trying something new or different would be another way to show up and practice small acts of courage every day. Try something new, try something different. For me, I was doing an interview with someone. We were talking about running and she was like, I need you to be courageous and run a different route because I always run the exact same route. I like to say that I'm like the perfect candidate for abduction because I run the exact same route, the exact same time, the exact same days of the week. And so I'm like, I'm like just the poster child for being abducted because my behavior is very predictable. But this person was like, well, why don't you like run down a different street and see different scenery? And I was like, oh no, no. I would like to just stay the course. I don't want to see anything new. I like to go from point A to point B and turn around and come back where everything is known and predictable. She's like, yeah, but all the things you're missing out on. I was like, that's fine. I don't need to see any new scenery. But trying something new and different, you get a new outcome, right? Getting up on a mountain, I got to see something new and different. That was really cool. So I did it over and over again all winter long. Number five, practice embracing failure so that all courageous acts can have positive outcomes. When you embrace failure, all courageous acts become productive. And that's really, really important that you recognize that some of your courageous acts are going to be miserable flops. They are not going to all go really well. My courageous act at the beginning of the ski season was actually snowboarding, which I hadn't done in seven or more years. 
And I ended up with a pretty awful tailbone injury. And that's how I ended up getting on skis and taking ski lessons. But my courageous action actually started with getting back on a snowboard. It did not go well. I ended up in physical therapy with a totally messed up tailbone. But I also learned that I loved being back on the mountain, even though I was terrified of the chairlift and terrified of speed. I loved being in the weather. I loved being in the mountains with the sun, with the snow. I loved seeing Vinny in that environment. I loved a lot of things about it, even though it was a pretty miserable failure. Number six, reframe and redefine your identity. So talk to yourself and tell yourself, I'm a person who embraces discomfort. I practice courage every day. I love learning from trying new things and really say that to yourself. Say those things to yourself over and over. I'm a person who embraces discomfort. I practice courage every day. I love learning from trying new things. Write this on a post-it note and put it on your mirror. Write it on your steering wheel. Put it on your keyboard. Really reframe and embrace your identity. Like I embrace the identity of being an action taker, of being someone who takes courageous action, of being someone who gets uncomfortable very regularly. And that impacts how I make decisions and it impacts how I make the decision to take the next steps in my business, to take the next steps in my life, to have uncomfortable conversations, to be the weirdo who asks the questions that no one else wants to ask that I think are really necessary. And number seven, make your courageous acts fun. So here's the thing. We often think that we have to make all this real heavy and real scary and it all has to be so big. And that's where we get this emotional overwhelm around everything. And when that happens, when every decision and every act of courage has a lot of weight around it, that's a lot of heaviness. It's okay for your courageous acts to be real light and fun. So lighten up and enjoy the ride as much as you can and make sure that you are taking courageous action that allows you to be light. It doesn't all have to be big and heavy. So I know there's been things that we're doing this summer that it's like, like I'm taking Vinny camping. I wouldn't say it's like super courageous action. But for a control freak, perfectionist, type A, high achiever kind of person who doesn't know how to make fire, there's definitely a level of courage that comes with it. But I'm looking at this as a fun adventure. So this is an example of making a courageous act fun. Like we're going to go have fun. I don't know how it's going to go. It might be a total mess, but it's going to be totally fine. That's giving me some space to be courageous in a fun, light way, rather than having all of my courageous acts be around like big, scary things around building a business and creating the best marriage and like all that. It doesn't all have to be the big, huge, heavy stuff. Okay. So to build courage, expand your comfort zone, keep a running list of ways you've already been courageous in your life. Keep your timelines to taking action short, practice small acts of courage every damn day, practice embracing failure, reframe and redefine your identity as being a person who embraces discomfort and make courageous acts fun. So if this episode was helpful, screenshot it, tag it, tag me in social media at the Shameless Mom Academy. I will always repost and reshare on Instagram or comment back if you tag me. And I want to know for sure how this impacted you. Also, it's Christmas in July. So make sure you get in on that action too, right? Make sure you listen to me talking about Christmas in July. If you are someone who wants to practice courage and build confidence, Momentum Mamas is going to be the obvious and most easy way to do that because I will be right there holding your hand the whole way. It'll be beautiful. And you will be supported by a community of mamas who have your back 110% every damn day. Thank you so much for joining me in the Shameless Mom Academy today. I really, really appreciate you being here and I hope you learned something new. As always, this conversation will be continued 
Over in our free private Facebook group, you can join that group by going to shamelessmom.com forward slash Facebook to connect with other shameless moms just like you. Additionally, if this is your first time listening to the show, know that we are here every Monday and Wednesday with a brand new episode. So make sure you subscribe, go to whatever podcast app you use and subscribe to the show so you never miss an episode. You can do that directly if you go to shamelessmom.com forward slash review that will put you in Apple Podcasts where you can click on the subscribe button and you can also leave a review. If you scroll down a little bit, you can leave a five-star review. You can write a few sentences letting me know what you thought about the show. If you let me know how the show has impacted you in becoming a more shameless mom, you might be nominated to be Shameless Mom of the Week. Also, please share this episode. My goal is to help more mamas be more shameless every damn day. So please do share this episode. You can take a screenshot of the episode on your phone and then share it out on social media tag me at the shameless mom academy on facebook or instagram i'm quick to reply and eager to send you facebook love and love to be connected to all of you so again thank you for being here i can't wait to be back here again with you in just a couple days and until then no matter what you do today make sure you do it shamelessly No one told us the truth about parenthood. Why? This is the podcast everyone needed before they had kids because now that those little ones are here, whew, there is a lot to unpack. I'm Rachel Shepardota, and I am your host for the podcast, No One Told Us, where we tell the truth about parenting and let you in on all the stuff you really should have known about before having kids. I am the founder of Hey Sleepy Baby, but this podcast is so much more than sleep. We'll be diving into all the topics that you really care about and need to know while you do your best job raising those adorable, tidy humans. Our goal is to just make you feel less alone and less overwhelmed. There are so many things that no one tells us before becoming a parent, and I think that we should really pull back the curtain on becoming a first-time or second-time mom or dad to share the good, the bad, and the ugly. We'll have a little education, a little fun, and a whole lot of heart that goes into each and every episode. So join me and our amazing guests each week to hear us talk about what no one told us.